I am an awesome love. It's not about me. It's more about them. It's more in this case about him. And I just let him go. I said, I'm not taking any more crumbs from here on in. I am not taking crumbs. On January the 7th that year, my car wouldn't start and I met my now husband. Ladies, I was so relaxed. It was like I was just open. Instead of the, the, the clenched up fists, my palms were open to be surprised about what life would bring me to be open to receiving what any man would have for me and to be open for my heart to decide if this was somebody that could love me the way I needed to be loved and was willing to build that love for two with me. So you're a woman beyond 50. What is standing between you and the dreams that you have in your heart? I'll tell you, it's the story that you're telling yourself. This podcast is about keeping our hearts awake and open to love because those stories are what closes your heart and keeps it locked up tightly. It takes courage every day to face those stories, about 15 minutes a day only, in fact. I'm Bernice McDonald courageous happiness coach and that's the journey that I'm on in this life. I want you to find your heart again, to find the real you, the amazing, courageous, loving, crazy, sexy woman that you were meant to be. Yep, even after 50. You ready? Okay, come on in. Let's take those 15 minutes right now. Welcome back, my lovely ladies. We are on a journey, a journey from a closed heart to an open heart, a journey in life. And actually, the bigger picture is the path that you are walking. You are a heart, right? I'm a heart. When I think about it, you know, 10 years ago this month, it's almost Christmas right now when I'm recording this. I was in a place where I was trying so hard to find love again. Trying, yes, growing in so many ways outside of that whole trying thing, yes. I had been trying to be in a relationship with a guy who was a long distance from me. And uh, we had seen each other several times. Um, He had kind of dwindled off, though. You know, he wasn't keeping in touch very much anymore. Uh, I was the one who was mostly emailing, texting. I felt so humiliated. Now, he had promised that he was going to come for Christmas. And I was depending on that. In fact, I, you know, Christmas was a hard season to be alone without somebody because it's just that special warm time of year when you want to be with somebody and you really appreciate waking up Christmas morning, having somebody there, looking forward to being with somebody special. I wanted him to come so much and he was a workaholic. So the day or I think it was only a day before he was supposed to come and visit He called and said, I'm not going to be able to come until the day after. 
Well, right there, my warning bells, my insecurity went off. The story I told myself was, he's not coming at all. He's going to back out. I'm going to have to be alone at Christmas, and he's supposed to be my date. Well, <laughs> I kind of went off on him. I didn't right there, but I stewed about it in the night. You know how we get, and I couldn't sleep. This fear was inside of me, and I was frustrated with the relationship anyway. So I sent this text off to him. Never do that. The text poured out my heart, all of my frustration. And well, you know what happened? I never heard from him again. Never. He ghosted me. He stopped contacting me. He never told me and that he wasn't coming. I just never heard anything from him. I must say, I'm really ashamed of the fact that I started to chase him, to hang on to him. You know that fist clench we were practicing? I was hanging on to him with both fists. If his shirt tail had been in my hands, he would have been trying to get away. And, you know, it would have been like a cartoon. <laughs> there would be me hanging on. It was horrible. Well, at that same time, I was also seeing a coach. I started coaching with a Tony Robbins coach, which was phenomenal. And I was attempting to move ahead in my life in many ways. Through talking to my coach, I came to a realization that I had given him a lot of opportunity and he obviously was a tree stump man. What's a tree stump man? You know, we've talked about that before too. But for those of you who are just tuning in now, a tree stump man is somebody who just might be a good guy, but he can't be in a relationship with you. It's just not possible. It's as if you go up to a tree and ask them to love you. That tree, a beautiful, lovely tree, can't because it's a tree. This man couldn't love me because it was just who he was. He wasn't able to love me in the ways that I needed to be loved. It wasn't that there was anything tremendously wrong with me. It was that he was in a place where he was extremely insecure. He was afraid of life. He d had not had successful relationships and he ran away from me. That's just the way it was. So I made a decision right there. I decided that I was not going to accept any more crumbs. I wanted the whole cake. It was just something that snapped inside of me. You know, it was like I had this path ahead of me, like I'm always talking about, and where I wanted to go, my goal was to find love. But I kept picking the wrong guys. I kept on focusing on men who could not love me back. And that was my story because I was trying to prove to myself, well, they must not love me because I'm not enough. That was my story. That was the brick wall that came down on my path, preventing me from going forward. As soon as I made that decision, wave the magic wand over that story and flip the page around to the other side, I said, hey, it's not always about me. I am enough. I have so much heart. I give them lots of room. 
I am a great catch. I am an awesome love. It's not about me. It's more about them. It's more in this case about him. And I just let him go. I said, I'm not taking any more crumbs from here on in. I am not taking crumbs. On January the 7th that year, my car wouldn't start and I met my now husband. Ladies, I was so relaxed. It was like I was just open. Instead of the, uh, the, the clenched up fists, my palms were open to be surprised about what life would bring me to be open to receiving what any man would have for me and to be open for my heart to decide if this was somebody that could love me the way I needed to be loved and was willing to build that love for two with me. I had passed from the story phase, the open phase one, which is owning your story, loving your story. I had, without realizing it, moved into the second phase, which was being soft. The third phase, remember, is learning to relax, which goes very closely with the soft phase. And the sparkle phase was gradually emerging. That's the fourth open phase. The soft phase, though, is where you let go, where you learn S stands for strong on the inside so you can be soft on the outside. It's kind of like being free inside so you can smile. And it just makes a smile happen on the outside. The O stands for open. The F stands for feminine. And the T stands for being true to myself. No more crumbs. I want the whole cake. In my relationship with Rod, Lord Roderick, as I call him, my knight in shining armor, because he rescued me, remember? With him, it was so different. And he sensed that I knew what I wanted and who I was. The path is there ahead of you and you actually have everything that you need inside of you to walk that path but you keep letting those brick walls fall down between you and your love if you don't get rid of that wall you'll stay stuck there for the rest of your life you'll be sitting down in a puddle on this side of your wall never being able to get around it or over it or under it or through it. You'll be making excuses for why this happened to you. You'll be blaming everybody else. You will be stuck, frozen in time. And you have to ask yourself, is that what I want? So this is your year. 2021. I don't care or Wherever you are when you are listening to this podcast, this is your year. Your year starts right now. You are going to do this. And that's the decision you have to make. It starts with owning that story and understanding what it is that you are believing. You are somebody that has inside of you 
something to give, whether in love, whether in life. You have something you want to do, something that's calling you to be fulfilled, to, to make your life matter and count. When you begin to move towards those things, you know what? That's where the sparkle comes from. That's where you stop focusing on all the loss that has happened in your life. All you have less of because he did this, she did that. All you let go of all the bad fairies in your life who come along and try to dictate who you should be punish you for something that's happening in their life. You let go of all of that. I, what we do, I call it the big butt. We don't want to have a big butt, right? But when, but, hear that? When you use a sentence and you put but in the middle of that sentence, anything you said before the but is not true. The real truth comes after the but. Think about that. I want to find love again, but I'm too old, but I'm too fat, but love is too hard, but all those stories fit in after that but. The wall on our path, the excuses we use, Always look at who you want to be. Do you want to be this person on this side of your brick wall, on your path, sitting down in your puddle, frozen in time? Or do you want to be the woman that blows that wall to smithereens or digs a hole underneath it or climbs over top of it and gets to the other side and keeps going no matter what? ignores the buts, just takes that first part of that sentence, I want to find love again. That's what I did. And when that guy ghosted me, I kept going because I just said, he is a tree stump man. He could not love me the way I need to be loved. But there is somebody out there. There's the truth. But there is somebody out there who will. And it was true. January 7th. I met my husband and a year later we were married and oh my goodness, it's been the love I never believed existed. Tell the truth. What are you putting in your sentence after that but? What is your big but doing? What is stopping you? Look really, really closely at that. If this is your year, you are going to have to end your sentence before the but. I want to go back to school again. I want to become a flight attendant. I want to find love again. When you end your sentence there, whoa, the sky's the limit. Do not let that but interfere with your life. That moves you into hope-filled action. Now, this is what I want you to do because it's something I learned in the last year. When you take your story and you flip it over, flip the page to the other side, and you only put the part in there before the but, when you decide what it is you want and you do not put a but at the end of the sentence, when you decide what the truth is, write that down. 
because you need to examine that. You need to read that every day for 90 days. 90 days. Every day, every morning, every night. That's how you dig a new ditch in your mind. You're in the habit, in the pattern, because it feels safe, of the old ditch. The new ditch is exciting. The new ditch offers adventure, and that can be scary too. That's where your fiery fear dragon is going to kick in and, and breathe fire over you with your old story. But you need to reduce that fiery fear dragon down to being Fred, the friendly dragon who just wants to protect you. And you need to repeat that new story over and over and over. I want to go to school. I want to find love again. I want to become a flight attendant. Leave it there. Put the period there. Do not allow that big butt to enter the picture. And then read that over and over and over. This is your year. For 90 days, you need to get these new stories into your brain and you will be amazed because what's going to happen? Your brain is going to begin to find ways to make that happen. Your brain is going to be able to find ways to make that happen. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in the lives of many, many other people in many different areas. Write it down. Two things for your hope-filled action. Write down, this is my year. And write down what it is you want, period. No but. Okay? Awesome. Find your story and obliterate it. Change it. Okay. Talk to you in the next podcast.